I have a large red eye. Black. What do you have? Large iced pumpkin spice latte, please. Welcome to Coffee with Chachi, where real-life experiences and lessons are shared in conversation over a cup of coffee. Yo, what it is, everybody? Happy Monday, June. It's the June podcast, June 20th. A little late this. Usually I do it in the beginning of the the month, but I guess this week, this month, it's a little the end of the month. I'm going to go forward to try to do two a month. Right now, I've been doing only one a month, but we need more discipline in our life. I need more discipline in my life. I think ever since I've been on my little hiatus, discipline is uh, becoming further and further away. So I'm trying to make a little bit of a vow starting tomorrow that I get back on a more disciplined, regular schedule future podcasts it's on my list of podcasts is that discipline is freedom so as i do more research and find more stories that align that'll be a future one discipline is freedom right there's a book called extreme ownership by jocko willick it's about leadership rules and and whatnot but discipline is freedom is a big big part of what he does there so so welcome hope you're all having a great Sunday, this Sunday, if this is going to release tomorrow, I do drink Monday, I do drink coffee on Sundays too, I have my Friday mug with me right now, which is the San Francisco 49er mug, filled with just a house strip coffee, no big deal, just easy money today, keeping it light, it is Father's Day, gotta go do that in a little bit as well, so, but things are going well, things are going good, I hope everything's going good for you guys, have a great Great story today. I'm feeling it. I'm calling this story 40 Mile Bike Ride. But I haven't actually decided what we're going to name the podcast yet. You know it already because I typed it on there. But as I speak this, I don't know the name of this podcast yet. This episode anyway. But anyways. So um, currently my ankle is getting a lot better so we're gonna start running up again running it out i ran like a mile the other day it was a little i don't want to say sad that's the only word that's coming to my brain i mean i used to run 35 miles 50 k's 40 40 milers you know and i ran a mile the other day and i was like whoa where did your conditioning go so we'll see how that comes lately this actually this podcast is good for me on my running <laughs> i didn't even think about that uh, but because I wasn't running, I've been uh, doing a little bit of the biking over the last four months or so. Been hitting some biking, hitting, the, hitting up the green belts. Uh, if anybody's ever Scottsdale ever ridden uh, or ran around the green belt or just went for a walk, whatever. I got a couple of routes to go into like South Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe area, 10 to 50 mile biking routes that I use as my form of activity, which is going to decrease now because I'm going to start to build up my stamina with running again. Um, but I recall when I was first starting to ride and I was like, wow, your stamina is just so low that I'd be riding and 10 miles into my ride, I'd sit there and talk to myself, a little self-talk, right? 
and I'd be like, wow, dude, if you just turned around right now, you would get a 20 mile bike ride. And that's only like five, 10 miles less than what you planned. Eh, you know, you're a little tired. So, I mean, it's not like you're in like excellent condition right now. You'll be good. Just turn around and you'll, you, you know, be all right. Go home and relax, put your legs up and stuff. And I noticed this was happening like every time I went out for a ride. And there's actually a sign, it's scientifically proven that your brain does this to protect us, right? It tells you, hey, let's go ahead and turn this around right now. Let's not go this far today. Let's kick back today. And it really is just to protect you. Um, the brain's amazing, right? There's so much the brain does. Um, now, with that, the brain also has limits. There's a limit to how much you store. I mean, could you imagine if your brain had to go in there and remind you every single day, you know, that the color green was a color green and that means go and the color red is a color red and that means stop. That's why when you're driving a car, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, did I run a red light? I don't remember what the color was. And it's because you don't have to remember all those things. Your brain is like doing mad stuff for memory. Well, it also has its limits because there's so much to store your brain actually has limits on this and so um, when I was five I tripped uh, and cracked my head open in the back of my dad's Jeep now I do remember parts of that story and when it happened but honestly what's happening right now and um, you know I, I'm, I'm actually rubbing my head as we do this I still have a little bit of the scar right there where where I cracked when I was five 35 years later you kind of still see it at the hairline but when I tell this story, I'm actually telling the story based off the last time I told the story, not based off of the event that actually happened. Our memory really goes off of the last time something occurred in that process. And that's how memory works. So you have layers of your memory. There's layers of this memory. Every time I tell the story, the memory changes slightly based off what I told that story. So if I added something new over time, that would just become what the story was, even though maybe it never happened in the actual event. Or if I remove, it becomes. And that's how our brain works because there's too much just to store. And I was, I was recently watching a video. Just this, The story's going to be jumpy. you got to stay on top of your toes with this story. I'm sitting at my desk at home, looking out the window, sun in my face, checking out downtown, the South Mountains. I mean, great view. Why not, you know, watch videos and look at it? Got my headphones in, planes are flying out of Sky Harbor, and I'm listening to the story with Mel Robbins. She's doing an interview with Tony. I'm sorry, I don't know why his name's not even Tony, it's Tom. Tom. Bellew, I think his name is. Uh, he has a show called Impact there on YouTube. Check it out. It's good. Mel Robbins, author, researcher. She has a great book called Five Second Rule. I'm sitting there, headphones on, sun in my face, dreaming about mountains, missing the mountains because of my ankle. We'll be back to them soon. And Mel starts talking about visualizing. And I'm like, visualizing. That's good stuff because as I was talking about the brain, the brain is what is called neuroplasticity. Basically, the brain has the ability to form and reorganize. I mean, the technical term is synaptic connectors, but really reorganize, especially to learning or an experience or something that follows energy. I mean, I injury. You ever bust your ankle and now everywhere you go, you're afraid of the ankle, but you weren't before? Well, it's because your brain learned 
learn that after. And that's why things stick with us and everything. So what Mao is describing is the limits to the storage of the brain are paralleled with neuroplasticity. The brain literally adapts, enhances, and changes. When you start visualizing a new process and new goals over time, your brain begins to believe this is real. And now as you go through process, the brain then realizes that's just what it is. Because your brain is now making an actual memory of it. And when the memory then comes to you, boom, it just hits you and that's what it is. So we see this with, you ever have a person that's like highly skeptic. They've been telling themselves these stories over time. They believe them true. You, I mean, you've probably seen a movie where a person who's insane believes that somebody's following him. They're not making the story up. They literally believe it to be true now because it's, it was a visualization for them so long over time. Our brain then adapts to these stories. So you can literally tell yourself great things over time, and then you'll eventually start to see them and believe them as you make forward progress or something. You can do this with confidence. You can do this all kinds of things. Now, how long does it take? Oof, no idea. It, and, you know, it's obviously going to depend on consistency and whatnot. So let's go back to my bike riding, right? I'm out again on a Saturday morning. It's early, just before dawn. I mean, cars still have their headlights, even though you can kind of see without without any light. Uh, I'm doing this one of the same routes I do all the time. This time it was a 40 miler. It was kind of cool out. This was uh, a few months back. Obviously, it's hot as heck outside now. And I'm 10 miles. I'm 10 miles in, and I'm already feeling a little drained. It was a. I just remember it was a long night. I think I had some Teddy Brewskis the night before, and so I'm sitting there, slowing down, getting tired smash a bunch of water and then i just start i just keep pedaling right great podcast by the way one of my earlier episodes called just keep pedaling check it out if you haven't heard seen that one before uh super good podcast as well uh so i'm sitting there and i'm just keep pedaling i'm I'm in water i'm in i'm kind of like in your own little zone in your own little head i don't know what's going on i'm jamming out to um Early morning ones, I usually do music to get me going. So I'm jamming out to some music. If I do like an afternoon ride or, or a ride at night, I always listen to audiobooks. So I'm sitting there, I'm jamming out. I'm sitting, I take a good deep breath. And then as I do that, I noticed I, in my head, I can tell myself, it's like, okay, it's 10 miles. You only have 30 left. You already knocked out 10. You're good. Take another deep breath. And then another job, another thought jumps in my mind. And it's like, and it's almost all downhill. So I'm like, boom, I only have 30 left and it's all downhill. So I feel a bit more at peace and I just keep pedaling. Next thing you know, I look up and I'm like, oh crap, I'm at the high point of this whole loop. You know, so I'm like, all right, good. Now it really is downhill. So now at the downhill, I'm just cruising. I'm just taking my time, cruise on in. I get back home, I'm feeling more accomplished. Boom, knocked out 40 miles. I look for some coffee, start drinking some coffee, and I'm relaxing, and then boom, that's where it hits me. What? I didn't even catch it when it happened, but my self-talk changed. It went from you're tired, just turn around, you're good, you did enough for the day, it's getting warm outside, oh my, if you just turn around now, you only have five miles short. It turned from that to you only have 30 left. Ooh, and you have mostly downhill. And I was like, wow, I literally just 
leveled up. I did a, I had a mind shift, a breakthrough. I was like, wow, that was so dope. And I didn't even catch it when it happened. But it aligns exactly with what Mal Brooks was saying. We, as we progress through this, and we keep telling ourselves these little bit of stories and we visualize these things as we go through them, they will shift eventually. And that's what happened to me on that ride. So how did I get to this point? I first started with visualization. Visualization. I do visualization even to this day, maybe three times a day for at least 30 seconds. They can go longer. You know, I mean, it's another form of meditation. And in the morning, I basically will visualize certain different things. Sometimes I visualize a long term goal. Sometimes I visualize how the day is going to go out. Sometimes I visualize a process of something. Maybe today I have something I'm going to do that's new and it's more difficult. Uh, sometimes I visualize what a person has to be if I'm. I want to run 100 miles one day. So sometimes I visualize what is a 100 miler doing today to get to that point. Now, I don't always visualize goals I have that are long-term goals. If you visualize a long-term goal every day, but there's no change in action day-to-day, then it just becomes a dream. And I find that with dreams, there's no change in the day-to-day. So you have to visualize the process, the day-to-day, and then sometimes you have to visualize the long-term. So that way you can find them as they meet. So that's one of the things I do. The other things I do is, is I, when I see self-talk, I try to change the self-talk. So when I tell myself I'm tired, I say, well, you are tired. Today, you're just going to push through. If you could go slower, slow down. If I'm running and it's, I'm not injured, I'm only tired, then I'm saying, all right, just walk the rest. You got this. You can do this. You're good enough. You're this. And I push through. Now, if I'm injured, that's different. So how I got to that point, visualization, just sit there for 30 seconds and say, all right, I'm going to go through this. Try to be as detailed as possible, what you're wearing, you know, you know, close your eyes, what you're wearing uh, or, you know, where you're at, what are your surroundings? How is it going to be done? Or do you have a smile on your face? As much detail as you can, 30 seconds to a minute, do it three times a day change up what you visualize oh this is me crossing the finish line what am i wearing i did 100 miles the next day i woke up i'm gonna visualize waking up at 4 a.m putting my shoes on this is what a 100 miler would do i'm mixing those up and over time you start to get to that process so self-talk visualization those two little impacts can change what your life looks like 30 days 90 days 120 days to a year from now so hey this is uh coffee with chachi so happy monday i hope you're having a great day um you know i mean go long live 49ers get some coffee and do great things learn practice train guys i'll catch you next time have a good one thank you for listening to coffee with chachi with me chachi you can find me on instagram at coffee with chachi and my personal account at chachi gustin have a great week.